Hi there, my name's Sean O'Brien and I'm podcasting to you from the Tulsa studios of MasterPTSD.com. Post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD, is a whole person issue. I'm acknowledging that when the horrors of war or personal traumatic events coincide with unhealthy influences, there is a creation of fear and anxiety and sometimes depression. Our survival instincts compel us to fight or flee, but what are we actually fighting? What in the world are we fleeing from? At times, after the danger has passed, some people continue to relive those devastations. PTSD is not only for members of the military. PTSD extends to anyone that has endured a shocking or frightening or prolonged abusive experience. My question to you is, how does the Bible speak these overwhelming situations. Hey everyone, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Hope everybody's having a great, great holiday, reconnecting with family. I know this time of the year can be really stressful too. Um, I've personally missed out on doing a couple of episodes. It's just, it's crazy how this stuff stacks up. Either way, there's been something on my mind, um, much more so than conscience and kind of putting yourself together. But, you know, it's like, how do you get there? It, the thing that came to mind was a uh, character and compassion. Um, you know, Jesus was overflowing with you know, what people in the church call the fruits of the Spirit. And if you don't know, those are love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, self-control. If you want to read about it, go to Galatians chapter 5, 22 and 23. Anyway, those are the attributes that we should try to emulate within our motivations, our desires, and our character traits. It's not that easy. By making the fruits of the Spirit the entry argument perspective. Let me say that again. By making the fruits of the Spirit the entry argument perspective, your heart is it's going to be softened. And you will ultimately begin to realize the compassion that's been built within you because you do belong to Christ. You belong to Jesus. But you're going to be able to unlock the compassion that's in your heart that you were created with. It's very, very difficult, you know, just a little segue. You're going to get into things where your heart hardens and your conscience no longer pays attention to things. That's a very dangerous place, but locked away with that conscience is also your compassion. You know, a good reference point in the Bible for Christ's example of compassion is Matt 9, verse 36, or Mark chapter 1, verse 41. It's hard to do, but if you want, if you actually want to grow or be healed, I believe that it's critical to walk in the way that Jesus walked, both in his character and his compassion. To take this even further, I'm sure that you would believe that by emulating Jesus' character and compassion, you'll develop a different mindset. 
If you look at Romans 12:2, it says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by renewing of your mind that you may show what is good and acceptable and perfect in the eyes of God. You have to renew your mind. You have to renew your perspective in order to renew your mind. This is the hard part. If you're still struggling, you know, with having a low opinion of your own worth and your own value before both God and men, I'm begging you to realize the truth that God calls you to become like Jesus. He created all of the variables that you need to do just that. God sees in you the potential for having the character, mind, and the compassion of Christ. He empowers you, God empowers you, to do this every day through the Holy Spirit, to say and do just what Jesus would say and do if he were here walking in your shoes, in your world, in your circumstance, meeting the people and the situations that you meet. Don't listen to the way that other people define you. Listen to the way that God defines you. Don't limit yourself to what other people tell you is your potential. Listen to what God says. Don't seek to become like the world or live according to the world's patterns of success. Listen to what God calls you to be. I am personally failing lately and I need your prayers. I've been struggling with getting my conscience back in line with the realities of Christ. And in that, I've also not been able to find any peace. You know, it's one thing to be disciplined in other areas of your life, generally that deal with my own appetites. But it's quite another to apply any sense of discipline to your heart's perspective. And that's also dangerous. I'll get into that in a minute, but you know, the one thing God is paying attention to. Once again, I am prioritizing last. I'm worrying about the external and maintaining balance and control, but my heart has become hardened. What's worse, you know, these actions of mine lead me to a very legalistic approach to my relationship with God. I do this, God does that. You know, you know the, the song and dance, you know, it's almost formulaic. Why is it so hard just to be true and at peace? You know, I think the, the real easy answer is that I'm finding that my own prayer life is just really inadequate. You know, say this to yourself. If I really wanted to deal with PTSD, to deal with my marriage, to deal with my finances, my children, my anything... I have to turn to God and listen to him and be at peace knowing that he loves me and he is and will continue to take care of me. I just need to get out of the way and let him be God. But that doesn't mean, you know, you should just lay down. Now, more than ever, I am personally beginning to understand that perspective that my heart has towards everything is exactly the consequence that I will be forced to deal with, whether it's good or bad. Let me say that again. The perspective that I view the world through from my heart is exactly what I'm going to get back. Last time, the way I look at things is the way that they're going to be returned to me.
This is critical. Don't lose your identity through this sort of approach. I mean, I call it legalism. It's, it's kind of nonsense, but don't lose your identity through this. Don't lose your identity and your relationship with God because of some sort of formula. You have to be humble. You have to look at everything with love and peace and patience within his creation. I mean, if your identity is lost or your, your conscience feels lost, you have to at least try this. Be intentional. Read the Bible. Emulate Jesus' example. He came to us for a reason. Pray and ask the Holy Spirit to teach you and to lead you. If people give us instructions all day long, pray, do this, you know, but it's never really been a question of the heart. I've never really put it together. I know that I feel that way when it goes wrong. I feel my soul like actually shift inside of my skin. It's crazy. He gave us an example. Read the, read the first four gospels, read the book of Acts. You know, Jesus's ministry surrounded teaching, preaching, and healing. I'm dealing with not being able to find a church that offers all three, teaching, preaching, and physical healing, manifest healing through the Holy Spirit. Best two out of three, or, you know, you get into this dogma discussion, or what do they call it, um, you know, when they're defending or giving some sort of a reasoned defense. It's inappropriate. If we walk not in religion, but in love, we can heal. We can bring people closer to Christ through our example and our expressions and our perspective upon the world will greatly, greatly change. And it's not just a sense of being. It's like, hey, I'm going to have a rosy perspective, so that means everything that happens to me is going to be nice. It's not that way. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying these things, these true blessings, the Holy Spirit will regain access to your broken and blackened heart and your broken and blackened conscience. You want to know what to do to change your life? You want to turn it all around? Start looking at people with love. Start looking at situations with love and patience. Read Galatians, just like I said. Do that. Try it for a day. Try it for an hour. Wake up and say, I want my conscience back. Try it. It's crazy. I've been walking through this, and it is a little bit strange to kind of share these vulnerabilities, but yeah, I don't care if it leads somebody closer in their heart to a better relationship with Christ and the Holy Spirit. I'll be a fool. I don't care. Anyway, I'm serious. I'm asking for your prayers. Um, it's not quite New Year's. I hope everybody has a safe holiday, and uh, I hope the end of the year treats you well. I'm going to get off of here and, you know, get back to my day. But, man, reach out. Let me know how you're doing. Thanks for all the support. If you can, you know, shoot me a comment, direct message me, leave a review. It would be awesome. Have a good one.
Well, thanks for joining me today as always. If you have any questions, comments, prayers, or any topic requests, send them my way. I'm always available on Instagram or Facebook at master.ptsd. Go to www.masterptsd.com, read the notes, support the effort, give me a review, spread the word, and share. May the peace of Christ and the truth of the power of the Holy Spirit be upon you and your families. One life lost to suicide is too many. Talk soon.